ready. Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. Not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and small home birth practice. I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife at the same small home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and a birth assistant with you guys at your out of hospital practice Uh, speaking of which meredith Mm -hmm. i just noticed when you said your it's not all glitter and rainbows line you said Mm -hmm. half of it into your mic and half of it not into your mic i'm sorry shocking but we i was panicking a little bit because i was afraid the bed was like slowly sliding out from like underneath us and i think it might still be happening a little bit it might some we'll things see. are reliable. Like, we don't know. Is tomorrow, is Pluto going to be a planet? I don't know. Maybe Hard that could change. But we always know Mary will not have her mic in front of her face. That's unquestionable. Well, no, it's not unquestionable. I'll always be 10 minutes late. Oh, yeah, late. it's not unquestionable. Because the, the thing I heard this week was one of our amazing listeners that listens every week was like, Meredith was actually really, really loud this week. Yes. And I was like, girl, I we can't, can't win. I was like, we can't get it right. She's either too much amazingly or too loud enough. or too quiet. But You're perfect to me, Meredith. I'm perfect in every way. Do you know I, who's not quiet? Your you? children. No, well, our me children and the kids, because we're recording at six o'clock at night, which is stupid. It's literally the witching hour. But I had a birth this morning, so we couldn't help it. We had mm-hmm. a birth. And also I'm going on vacation this week. So we're squeezing it in wherever we can. I would oh. just... Sorry, go Squeezing ahead. Squeezing it in wherever we can. It's like sex in a marriage <laughs> with I kids. Was, well, this is a weird transition. I was going to say I left my best friend at home <laughs> when she drove all, 10 hours to come see me. So I hope you listeners know how much I love this podcast. We and the only reason I'm here is because she loves it as much as I do. So she's very supportive of me abandoning her. I'm excited about tomorrow night because the Haley Campbell is coming into town. Yeah, so we'll have it's actually going to be like a listener party. Evie will be here and Haley will be here. I'm going to what? All right. Now you have to chug. Oh, my gosh. It's like she heard us talking she about her. That was her Haley ear, calling. Her ears were burning. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow night we'll have to do some fun beer pong videos for our Patreons Woo-hoo. to watch. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. uh, maybe some lip sync videos. Lip sync for your you life. Want sh- you want to shout out to real quick? Since yes. I just so um, you just talked about Patreon. We're loving everybody's support. Thank you so much. So you. we're gonna break you guys up our everything. We're gonna break up our shout outs to our new patrons throughout because we the got episode. so many of yeah. them now. But the first shout out I want to go to is to Olivia. Yes. God, this, she I love your enthusiasm. She's so funny. And you're criticalness we really need all yeah. of that criticism in our lives so i've been trying to send messages to like on patreon Ooh, are you gonna too. share her message i won't share what she said oh it's so good to though. every patron that like i send a message through it when they when they sign up and then she was like responding back to me and so i said she was like i said something like well i have a tear in my eye and she goes this must be meredith because <laughs> jess and kim don't have any feelings <laughs> And so I was like, nope, this is Jess. I was just acting like a sociopath and saying the things that, that I thought I was supposed You're to. You're really good at that. You fool a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe you are a sociopath. Maybe. I've thought about it. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least you're thinking about it i feel like real sociopaths never even consider so that yeah, as an option that's what you told me and that made me feel better yeah, about it. <laughs> yeah. And so um wait i've never considered it does that mean i'm I a think, sociopath i don't think it's highly so. likely you are crazy though yeah um, crazy bitch 
<laughs> but so then so then she like sent me a message back and she was like oh my god that was so funny i just laughed out loud the person at work with me thought i was laughing at her but she couldn't possibly be that funny and when she sent me that back i laughed so hard <laughs> and then you like, showed me uh, in the kitchen and i was trying to like pay attention on the phone or something and then i just like lost it yeah she's funny as shit yeah i gonna say she should be on the podcast she'd get some good laughs i feel so bad for her partner because all of her visits just involve like she just is so damn funny so then i'm laughing at her the whole time and he's just sitting there like why do i come in it's like <laughs> why am week I after here? week to listen to you guys laugh at each other <laughs> like, I'm, I'm literally a third wheel at my wife's remember when we started this episode and we said that we weren't going to do a five minute blurb on every single patreon <laughs> yes we did do that it's been five minutes it's just Oops. gonna keep going <laughs> so basically today we didn't really know what we were going to talk about and there's a lot going on but in our defense we totally switched up our schedule and did this yes. totally on a whim that, there's the title who knows who knows yeah, there but you go it's, it's all been, about flexibility so kim you said you were on call for like 14 babies or something ridiculous just through premiere so we've had I it's had, been like raining babies yeah 14 raining babies 14 ah. in november but guess what i did what you went off call i went off call <laughs> and poor poor sweet jen who had oh. been on maternity leave came back and literally had like she four? came in like a wreck yeah. ball. did she really uh, i didn't no, i think it was that. three did she have three i had three no i had it was four. four and then i left and then she had three and then I came back on this morning and my phone rang within minutes. I don't even think she had switched the phone line yet. It just, she, she was like, it. she was like, it's 1159. This is yours. <laughs> this is yours. And I had the most beautiful, amazing birth this morning. So I'm glad she didn't get the phone call. So that's the thing about Thanks, but Jen. Also, I'm sorry, Jen. And I love you so much. And please don't quit. She got some pretty great births though, too. So, I so the, the interesting thing that I've noticed about all the births we've been doing is that they've been like those births where they walk in and but, uh, have their baby within mm-hmm. like an hour, which or I, less or I, less. It's just like walking in pushing. I have to say like, I feel like the universe does provide in these situations, though, because I feel like that's fairly common. When you have that many women do, I feel like it tends to work out. Like, you tend to have quicker births. Like, yes. not always. Like, don't want to jinx that. But, like, it does work out that they tend to go pretty smoothly when because the universe is like, there's no way you can handle 14, 24 plus hour births. So here you go. Absolutely not. Yeah. So do you want me to, t- can we start with me just sharing that funny thing I told you about my birth this morning? Yes. And yeah. then can we check in with our yes, mom from last sounds week? sounds perfect. So this mom was having her fifth um, vaginal birth. And I guess her husband had not been completely on board. He was like Chuck was when we had Max. Yes. He was like, you're obviously going to do whatever you want, but this is terrible. You're going to die. The baby's going to die. I disagree. Right. Like this has got to be horrible. And so they had had four hospital births and I think most of them were induction. So Mm -hmm. he knew a lot, like a lot about birth, but I didn't realize it because when they came in this morning, she called me at six 30 and then we went right. We went in within like an hour. And when she got there, I told Katie, I said, she's either the best birther on the planet or very dramatic. I haven't figured out. (laughs) <laughs> which one yet Those are two very know. different extremes right. and by dramatic i mean she was she was completely silent she said nothing but it was like she could barely walk yeah so but it was her fifth baby so i said she's like i have to be so bad and i said listen if you want you can use this bathroom but you might drop that kid in the toilet so you yeah might. she goes oh i know and i'm gonna keep going and she made it 
all the, the way up the stairs and all the way across the building to the small room. Oh. I don't know how she did it because she was like ready to go. Like yeah. she had her baby within the hour, but um, it's not the birth, which was beautiful. She pushed three times. She was so amazing. Like everything she did was just instinctual. She was beautiful. She was glowing. It was awesome. But her husband started out on the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm here if you need me. Otherwise, I'm going to stay out of the way. But over those few minutes, he slowly walked, like, came closer and closer and started to warm up. And he, like, cracked a couple of jokes. And I was like, okay, cool. He like, got sucked into the energy he got of sick, the birthing sucked room. sucked into the energy. But she started pushing. And his face was like, like, what? Uh, what? Like, he just looked... Yeah, he looked kind of like shocked. And as she's pushing her baby out, like the head is out. Yeah. It is intense. She's like, because huh, huh, she's being so chill. He yeah. goes, this is fucking the easiest thing ever. Like, this is so much better than the hospital. <laughs> and of course, I wanted to say, not the time. Yeah. <laughs> Those things you don't say at a birth. That's so then she time. like the baby just came out and was so it was just the baby was quiet and chill. Didn't cry. Just yeah. looked at it's her head and started looked at breathing and, and looking around. Like it was so calm. And he goes, God damn, that was just I don't. Okay, I was wrong. Okay, there, I said it. I was wrong. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm fucking sold. This is. I don't even. I don't even know. This was is she, like. Was did, she like rolling her eyes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was just like, I told you. But they obviously have a funny relationship yeah. where they joke back and forth. But he's like, why would? Why? Why does, does anyone like what? No pit? No pitocin? He, not pit. He said no pitocin. No. No induction. No nothing. Like where are the people? Where are the things? And I'm like exactly it's like that skit in the meaning of life where yes. they're like where's that machine that goes beep beep boop, 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 boop. The machine we have the machine that goes bing so he just but it, he didn't let it go it was like 10 straight minutes he kept going shit that was awesome like shit that was easy like Aww. i can't believe it so then he went to leave to get some food and i said you know the best thing you can do is just spread the word about how a low-risk mom how it can really be yeah and he's like i'm sold i'm 100 percent on board i i just I, I don't know what to say. Like, it was just so cool. It, it was totally so cool. reminds That's me awesome. of Chuck, how he was after your home. That's what Max, I told him. Yeah. He was just like, he, he left the pool, like blown up on your patio for like weeks, months, like months. a status symbol. Like, and you I like, had did Max this. in March and yeah. it was still out there in the summer yeah. and the kids played in That's it. That's right. And, and people would walk by and he'd be like, my son was born in that pool. If, you, if your wife's pregnant. People are like walking down the street. He's like, my son was born in yeah. this pool. He's like, if, you're, if your wife's pregnant, just, just you know, get yourself a birth pool. Just come and, get our pool. We got doula. you. You'll be fine. Well, that's when he started asking strange women if they had a doula. Hey, hey, psst, you got a doula? It's like he was opening his trench coat. Do you have a doula? I'm I've like, got a doula popped out of his pocket. <laughs> it was like a pop-up caricature version of me. Like, Jess is in my pocket. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> so how what about last night or so last today week? i went and did a follow-up my postpartum visit with our, our, our ugly placenta yes with our our birth story ugly of the week from last we week and so anytime something crazy like our birth story happens um from last week i always like to really check in during the postpartum visit and be like because sometimes you don't start processing those 
feelings of what happened until you get further along in the postpartum process. And so I like to go and be like, yeah, so let's really talk through that. Are you having more feelings about it? Like, and so she, we talked for a really long time. We had a, we had a great time together today, but I was also like so impressed because she said the same thing. Cause I was wondering how it was for her husband, um, watching all that. And she's like, well, he hasn't said much about it, which most men don't. And like, just can we just do a quick reminder about the birth story? Just yeah. like what would have been triggering. So for him. the birth was great and fantastic and amazing. Oh, so but beautiful. We had to oh, do. And you posted that picture of him. Yes. catching. He caught his own baby. Yes. It was so amazing. But then um, she was bleeding way too much and her placenta was not coming. So we had to do a manual removal mm-hmm. of the placenta and all that craziness. <laughs> yes, from last week. We had to do that. I mean Jess was right there with you girl she was in it I held her legs and made like really intense eye contact with you while you did it you held my mood for me (laughs) I held the space Jess was like Kim was like Jess is panicking so I can't panic so So she listened to the episode from last week which she like loved and she was like, I didn't notice that your face was doing anything. Oh, you have a poker face. And you I don't was even like, oh, most people wouldn't notice that my face is doing anything. But I was like, me and Kim, Aww. I was like, me and Kim have like our own eye language where sometimes I'll just like be sitting there talking to her and I'll randomly glance across the room and she'll be like, what do you know that person? Ooh, what's what's up with that person? I just saw that in that like half a second look. And I'll be like, what the hell, Kim? How do you do that? I can read you like a yeah. book it's that when got you... dipped in water and then it's transparent yeah. so I can see like the next 50 pages. That's <laughs> how so I read you. I Nobody wants like... to read that fucking book. You're like, oh man, I got to hair dry this for hours. So I was like, most people wouldn't have seen my face, but Kim was like, well, this is different from her normal birth face. <laughs> <laughs> what face is So that? anyway, so the whole point of the story was that after listening to her episode and talking some more she said and and there's and there's also sometimes when I go to a birth as a doula where the mom is just like so amazing and has her baby so quickly and I'm like why was I even here this wasn't even necessary but then afterwards you're like I couldn't have done it without you and you're like what and so (laughs) huh and so like hearing that and then her even saying like yeah and my husband is so glad we went with the birth center he's so happy with how everything went he's so happy he had a duel he said it took a lot of pressure off of him and it was just like it was such a nice like wrapping it up from everything that happened Wrap that she feels like she walked away with like a minimum of birth trauma despite the fact so that amazing. I was yes. making eyes at you. People, <laughs> so I know. much of birth trauma isn't about like what happens. It's about like perception of what happened and how it was handled. Right. Yeah. Any trauma. I mean, yeah. it's how you're feeling in the moment. And I just can't. I think it's so amazing when they're like, you. I don't know what I would have done without my doula. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. or the right team or whatever. Like that, we look push at it that. so hard because we know how important it is. Yeah. There's th- two dads in a week that were just so happy how that they had went. the right people. The right team and the right people. Well, you guys are pretty awesome. So so then Kim. Not to toot your own horn. Kim likes to toot her own horn all the time. She toots her horn all the time. Especially if I have coconut milk. <laughs> she might be in competition with my husband for being the and farthest me, person I've ever I've met. I've been tooting my own horn a lot, too. Oh, <laughs> Jess's horn is a quite a different thing. He, she's been tooting her own horn. <laughs> okay, okay. So why don't you start talking about that other birth that you did at the center that also went extremely fast yes i will do that i had another mom whom i love 
it was her not first baby and um she came in and then went home and then she i stayed at the center yeah oh, that's I, I was afraid to leave left. like i didn't know it's if all she these was multips i know i didn't know if she was coming back or not so i kept texting chuck and i'm like ah oh, she's not sure i don't know like i don't want to leave and then and then if she goes too fast i'll i'll miss it it's so like i'm just gonna stay here so because of her not knowing i sat and netflixed for oh yeah what'd you watch i never asked what oh, you watch sounds I, glorious i'll tell you what i started to watch i started to watch that uh show the whole episode no re <laughs> i started to watch the series on scientology Oh, that's pretty close to your heart. <laughs> it's very intense. I mean, I you used know to work that, in, though. Yes, because I used to work in Clearwater when I was a student. So I served many Scientology women. So I thought it was interesting and I wanted to hear about the moms who were getting out. So I started watching it. Before you go on, we should do a whole episode all about like cultural differences in birth and like serving different moms of different cultures and what that's like. We yeah. should do that. That is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on. Okay. So I was watching it. And so finally she said, she's whatever. She texted something and I said, you know what? This is just come in. Just why don't you just come in? If it's too soon, at least I'll you can watch this documentary with you me. You can watch this documentary with me about Scientology. It'll be great. We'll laugh. I'll definitely You'll get the oxytocin going. I know. No, I don't think it will. I don't think There's so There's a lot either. of beatings involved in oh that my God. documentary. <laughs> Gross. So, did you say boobies? No, Please. beatings. What? Oh, beatings. <laughs> beatings. <laughs> no, that like, would get oxytocin going. Like that would not. <laughs> who doesn't like boobies? Oh, you guys are spiraling. Boobs. Anyway. So thank God she Oops. said, okay, because she didn't make it. She made it to the center, but she didn't make it to the room. Okay. So here's my question. Why didn't you just stop in the classroom? She well, came in the front door. No, 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 no. She came in the classroom. Yeah. And she was going to walk upstairs. The right. plan was to walk upstairs. You, you, okay. She so wanted to got, get upstairs and so get we the got baby through out the classroom in the tub upstairs. And she was fine through the classroom, do, 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 into the hallway. <laughs> do, and then all of a sudden she stopped, stuck her hand on that wall, and she didn't move from there. And even her husband went to like just touch her, like, hey. And she's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. It's happening. Whoa. And so I did that thing where I was like, I'm just going to pull down your pants. Did you get gloves first? <laughs> Yes, I was smart. I put them in my pocket Good. this time because I knew she was coming. So anyway, um, short version. The baby was born in the hallway, completely in the call. Oh, don't do the short version. Do the long percent. version. The long oh, version is so I beautiful. Her, so I, yeah. just want, I feel like I can give the small oh, details. Yeah, I don't want to give all the details. So she had her baby standing in the hallway. It was absolutely stunning. The Did baby, we say what the call is? How we so explain the that? baby was born in the amniotic sac. Yes. Yeah. And usually I will have like a head born in the sac and then it breaks. Yeah. No. This baby came out the head looking at me because I was behind her blinking at me. Sticking like through a water balloon. Yes. Yeah, sticking ding, the tongue ding, out. Ding, 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 and so I was like, cute. so in my mind, I'm like, oh, do I have time to get my camera? Would that be inappropriate? And I probably could have, Ugh, but I didn't want to overstep. So, so I awesome. didn't. So, um, by the way, it was just me. Yeah. And I didn't oh, even turn the lights on. Obviously, because you had no idea. Any, no. Yeah. Because then you would have been like, Katie, get the camera. So she like, yeah. be- she, she stops and I was like, I'll be right back. So I just grabbed some towels and tossed them on the floor. And then the head is looking at me in the sack. It was so beautiful. She just gently pushed her baby out completely in the call. 
all the way to the feet. Like the sack just was all the way Which, to the baby's feet. It's an old wives' tale that if your baby is born in the call, that they will do special things with their lives. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. considered the a mark of like a very special thing. Like a seer the Dalai, of the group. Yeah. Or, the yeah. Dalai Lama has to be born in the call. You are right. The Dalai Lama did have to be born in the call. Thanks, Jess. Yeah. It's too bad China fucked all that up, huh? Yeah. No more Dalai Lama for them. You know what? The Dalai Lama is, Wait, is still true? doing beautiful and has beautiful stories to share with the world. He's the source of light. Why isn't there not a Dalai Lama anymore? Because they, they kicked him out. They took, they took, um, know they kidnapped the most recent Dalai Lama from Tibet and and made him whatever they wanted to be and tried to send him back that way after they had already chosen like the re-indoctrinated Lama. him or something yeah they wanted him to be how they are in china because tibet is this peaceful loving oh. they do their own thing that's why the dalai lama is there he's amazing he's like the jesus of asian culture yeah, he's beautiful <laughs> i don't know anything about this but we should post that picture that you took oh of, of your jesus child oh, of my jesus is my that asian you're mary my Asian Jesus, yes. Were you a yep. virgin you mom, had him? I Kim's, was not. Kim's mom sends the most delightful care packages oh, to Kim with gifts for everybody. Like my llama socks that I'm wearing yeah. right now. Nice. Speaking of the Dalai Lama, but she <laughs> sent this like beautiful tapestry blanket thing that's like shiny. I love how you say us. She said Chris. I said Chris. Tap. Didn't I say Chris? Oh, they said us. I think I said I Chris. Oh. Maybe I said us. I, Listen, it's because we, we all really want to be a part of these care packages. So she sent it to Chris and he did this whole picture thing. And we were like, oh, you look like Asian Jesus. And we <laughs> took a picture did. of it. He really did. I posted it. And I was like, oh, Asian Jesus looks more like real Jesus than the Jesus that all the white people think Jesus looked like. Very <laughs> true. The one hanging over my bed going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Buddy Christ. There's a difference. <laughs> okay so this mom had her baby in the hallway Mm -hmm. and her friend had not had her baby yet they were due around the same time so her little bit of healthy competition also had many many babies and she was like oh well how am i ever gonna i can't outdo that like how am i gonna outdo that she had her baby in the hallway oh my goodness what's the best way to have a baby that's not in a hallway but she did outdo that Meredith, do you want to tell us how she did that? I only know from pictures on social media, so yes. you can you actually probably know the story. She had her baby on the side of 522. It was another <laughs> in one, a car. It was another one of those things where she like flirted with labor mm-hmm. all night long. You think then, flirting and doing your fingers like that it makes me really uncomfortable some some reason. <laughs> No, she did. She flirted with labor. She's like, I might I be in labor. I didn't ask if we can tell these stories, so okay. you can't give anything I might not, detail. I might not be in labor. Well, I don't, baby born I don't actually car. know these people. So, And then um, I do I know. I do, and I love them, and I don't want them to be mad at me. Yes. And I, I do know that um, So all night that happened, or maybe she went to sleep, but then the next morning it was like, oh, it's time to go. And well, the midwife went to her house, and then they made the collective um, decision to drive to the center. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And they left her house. I didn't know that part. And then had to turn around to go back and meet her because they went first to go set her room up for her. And then it turned out abort mission. And then she had her baby. So these all these hilarious say that's it was a poor choice. But but they all thought it was fine in the moment. So there's these pictures of Jen and Katie and his mom on the side of the road. While they were helping her deliver the placenta. It is pretty surreal seeing like a little <laughs> newborn's like wet head just like through a car window. Oh my gosh. It's pretty wild. I've never seen that. 
Speaking of that, that makes me want to do my shout out to another one of our Patreons, Amanda. Yes. Because she is actually my only client who's ever had her baby in her car while I was with her. That's fun. Oh, in the hospital parking lot. It was super fun. Oh, cool. I think her car was probably ruined forever. That usually happens. As I, because I took the job over to like move her car from the like in front of the ER to the parking spot. Did you wear like a rain jacket or a poncho or something? I was in the car with them because when we left the house, I was like, holy crap, um, I'm going to get in the car with you. And so, but then like they went in and I was like, I'll move the car. And as I did, I heard the like, cause her water broke everywhere and I could just hear it sloshing. Like Ugh. as I like braked and moved, it was like, <laughs> it was like an ocean. And I was like, oh, that's going to be much gross. less calming. That's going to be unpleasant. And that leads <laughs> me to another shout out to Nikki Williams. Gosh, Donna, you stole yeah. my shout out. <laughs> Well, we had a baby born in the car when she was with us, and then she was the one that had to go out and clean it. Oh, Nikki, you're such a sport. It, too, was an ocean. You're such a tramp oh, in a sport. minivan. Nikki's an angel. I want to say more about Nikki. I'm in love with Nikki. Mm-hmm. Girl, you're my She's angel. So, you're, you're my, my darling angel. <laughs> Closer than my peeps, you are to me. Listen, I was really. gonna, I was gonna end. I was it. gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna end it. <laughs> no, we're gonna keep on. That's what we do. We just keep it awkward, and we keep on going. I would like to say that Nikki is the most woke human I've ever met in my life, She's and also, she grounds me so much. And she has the best hair. And she has the best everything. When she yeah. talks, I'm like, could you please come back and just talk to me? Mm-hmm. Or just like, we'll just, just keep talk. doing trainings in hotel rooms and hang out. That's and she also really knows sweet. everything about placentas. <laughs> she literally knows everything yeah, there is about placentas. I wish she would come back and work So with thank you. Us. Thank you for being one of our patrons. We adore mm-hmm. you. Both of you. But who we just mentioned. Are they called patrons or Patreons? I don't know. <laughs> But I made a funny joke this week when somebody said something to me about it. They're like, well, maybe I'll have to become one of your drinking buddies. And I was like, don't patronize me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That is nerdy. You are so funny. I love puns. (laughs) On that note. You Let's love puns. I love puns. I love punny nuns. They're married to Buddy Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I should put a nun over my bed too. Okay, we have to go to break. We're spiraling. Uh, when we come back from break, we have like a, a, a fun birth story of the week to share. I'm not going to be able to read it. Someone else will That's have to. That's different from all of these other birth stories of the week that we already shared. All right, let's go to break. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So our sponsor for today's episode is once again, our Teespring shop. Do you love cute shirts with birthy sayings on them? Do you love our logo? Would you love to have a mug or a bag with our logo on it? Well, if you like any of those things, then our Teespring shop is the place for you. Um, We will put a link to it in our posts on social media, um, but it's the Wine About Birth Teespring, and we are really trying to raise money in order to get a professional to add closed captions to our YouTube videos so that the deaf community can enjoy our podcast as much as the hearing community. So check out our Teespring shop and um, enjoy the rest of the podcast. Cheers! Welcome back from that That delightful delightful break. break. (laughs) (laughs) 
What did the you do during the break? The pizza was delightful. I ate pizza and a chicken parmesan sub. It was I opened another beer and drank most of it already. Do you I know sh- how many breadsticks I shoved in my face hole? I ate more than you did. I watched. A foot long worth? Yeah, it was a lot. Was I like- think I ate at least a foot and a half's worth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not to brag or anything. Fine, you win, okay? <laughs> I shoved you a win. foot long chicken parmesan in my mouth yeah you did do that the girth was much bigger than the breadstick it was disgust. it was i was not it was not because <laughs> he looked delightful <laughs> it was delightful i meant to say delightful <laughs> okay you just like subconsciously was like oh the girth <laughs> <laughs> okay so on the second half of this we have a um we have someone who sent us a birth story of the week as an email i can't wait to listen to this did you work Listen, I, you got to go look at our YouTube video. I don't even know if Jess is going to include this, but we just started and stopped like 14 times. Mm-hmm. I'm taking over. She can't stop mm-hmm. laughing. I don't know what her problem is. I can't. I, well, I did something. We did in, that thing where something it's fine. Bad happened don't even explain it. I did something it. inappropriate really and now I can't stop. So here's what we're going to do. It doesn't mean we're horrible humans. Because now it's like really immature. I don't even know what time it is. What? It seven is. Seven o'clock. Seven, Seven o'clock. o'clock. My Done. dear best friend drove 10 hours to see me and I'm still sitting here. Our kids are screaming. Chuck is stuck at our dining room table watching something on his phone. I don't know what's But we happening. do have something. We do have something very like serious and poignant to talk about. Yes. Yeah, so what so, we're going to do, I'm going to just take over. Yeah. And we're going to share a beautiful just birth dive story. In. And we're going to dive in. Like, like a muff. A muff. So appreciate it saying like a muff. Yes. So this mom is a repeat client for me. And um, she shared this and I wasn't expecting it. And when it came in, I was with Brock getting his hair cut. Yeah. So I was like, oh, perfect. I'll read her birth story because he's getting his hair cut and I need something to do. And I legit started like tearing I, I got misty. I got misty. Aww. There was tears. People like looked over at me because I kept sniffling because I was like teary. Like, She's got COVID. Right. And I'm like, I'm not sick. It's, I don't have feelings. It's my feelings. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so I did get some looks for this, but it was such a good story. And I wanted to wait and share it during our pregnancy loss episode. episode. But it's so good. I don't want to wait. I want to share it because yeah. then hopefully next week she will have had her baby and then we can do a check in like we did yes. this week from our to last share it episode. as our so i'm gonna let Next meredith story of the week and i'm Not really excited let. i'm gonna have meredith oh read God, it because because i'll just cry so go take it away i'm meredith. really excited to read this because i've heard this like story referenced so many times in her bits and pieces but i haven't actually heard the whole story hold the so. fucking mic to your mouth the That's whole time literally right here i don't want to miss a single part the of this entire time i don't want to close my eyes oh, i love that song that's not what's happening right now all right ready Let's do it. When I found out I was pregnant, I cried. Not because I didn't want to be pregnant. We had been wanting another child for years, but because the only two pregnancies I had in the last almost 10 years had ended in miscarriage and heartache. I took a pregnancy test only because my period was a bit late and I was having some fairly severe abdominal pain, which I was hoping was only a pulled muscle from playing volleyball. She plays volleyball? Yeah. That's badass. But since the test was positive, I was immediately told to go to the ER to rule out a tubal pregnancy. The doctor said there was no sign of fetal development, so I was going to miscarry again. Heartbreak once more. Oh, it's so hard. But also, I want to, like, stop and say, from our experience, for people who have had that, if you're getting an ultrasound super early, like, your period just a couple days late, 
it's worth it to wait and see because didn't you Your have mom that experience was saying that too? a lot of di- like there's a lot of misdiagnoses via mm. early ultrasound yeah i went in i thought i was nine weeks with evie and i was like a senior in midwifery school so how could i get that wrong but i had i had ovulated again right at the very end of your at cycle. the very end of my cycle so when i went in they said oh this baby's measuring close to seven weeks it's not viable do you want us to go ahead and do a dnc for you right now and I was like, uh, no, like, I think I'll, can I just have a couple weeks and then we'll do this again. Yeah. And in a couple weeks I did the, the behold, you had Evie. Yeah. And she was fine. Belly. So how many times do they do that? Yeah. I think there's a lot of babies that are accidentally, um, Oh, that is, I can't a- accidentally aborted with DNCs because they're told that they're not viable when they, they really are. That's yeah. disgusting. So, I, anyway, that did not happen. Go on. So, we went home devastated yet again to wait and wait and wait for five whole weeks, exclamation point. We had only told my parents who were keeping our other children while we were in the ER and two of my closest friends. One friend asked if she could ask the ladies in one of her classes to pray about it if she didn't say who it was. We gave permission. I didn't know until much later what happened that night. She asked for prayer, thinking they would pray for strength and courage to get me through yet another loss. Instead, the lady who prayed asked very confidently for the sweet baby's life and that everything would be okay. Something I didn't have the faith or the hope to ask for. I finally called the midwife and they ordered another sonogram. At that appointment, they found a healthy 10-week baby. Yay! The flip was quite dramatic, I assure you, from disappointment to joy and quite a lot of fear as well. That's a really hard change to wrap your brain around. Like, yeah. When you're oh Kimla, when you're thinking that you are just waiting to lose your baby, and then all of a sudden to find out that you haven't, but then also being worried that you could still lose your baby in the future, like what a huge an emotional roller coaster is an understatement. Huge mix, super understatement. Yeah, it wasn't easy being pregnant after all those years, knowing that pregnancy for me was a rare thing and hadn't been ending well. We started prenatal appointments. My blood pressure in pregnancy had always been a bit of an issue, especially toward the end. It was no different this time. Around 34 weeks or so, it was borderline. I was asked to rest as much as possible and walk. I also strictly limited carbs and took lots of magnesium. Also around that time, we started weekly urine and blood tests for preeclampsia. This was a very scary time for me, I have to admit, since the goal was to be past 37 weeks to deliver at the birth center. But... Lo and behold, I actually made it to 38. We discussed options and decided I would do a natural induction slash stim cycle in a week. We did it all. At that point, I really didn't want any chance that it wasn't going to work. So we did a stretch, no sweep since I wasn't dilated, followed the next day by a three-hour stim cycle. Took a day off to rehydrate, repeated the next day. By that point, I was rather emotional and afraid it wasn't going to work. I finished the second round of stim cycles at noon. Since nothing was happening, my hubby decided to go to work. Oh, she calls him hubby. I know. (laughs) that's They're so cute. I can't handle it. I love them so much. (laughs) Meanwhile, hubby got home around five or so. I just wanted to stop you and say that it's so interesting reading this story right now because I feel like right now she's stuck in that same exact mindset. Yeah, I know. I know. And she's feeling that same exact way. She just needs to read her own story over and over again. And listen, we were texting last night and I was like, listen, 
every phase is like this. Every pregnancy at the end of it, you just can't even see the end when you're breastfeeding, when you're potty training, like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. You just forget like you're just in it. Yeah. And that's where she is right now. She's yeah. just in, in it. it. She just wants to be done. But this kid has its own like Story. plan. Yep. So I'm like, remember, their baby has a plan. It's fine. Yeah. When you keep going, I need to tell our kids to shut the hell up. I was going to say, I don't know if the video is going to work right now because no, their I kids are being will. so crazy. It still will. Just um, <laughs> <laughs> keep reading. That Okay. Meanwhile, Happy got home around five or so. We ate a quiet supper together. About six, I was feeling cramping. We decided to go for a walk, just a half mile, but by the time we got back, I couldn't walk through the next contractions. We called Kim and gave her a heads up. I hope you timed a few contractions. They weren't even a minute long, so we all thought it was just early labor. What I couldn't really put into words at the time was that the contractions had no buildup and no come down. They were straight to full pain for the entire contraction. My previous labors had been rather lengthy with the shortest being 12 plus hours. I just want to put in here that both Natasha and I told her that this birth was going to be fast. When it happens, it's going to be so fast and you're not even going to make it. So hard to wrap your brain around that. And now knowing her daughter's little personality, of course, this is her story. Oh my God, of course it is. She goes like a thousand miles an hour every second of every single day. She's so stinking I love her so much. All right. I really thought I was just being wimpy. Oh, listen, <laughs> lo and a, behold, there's not a damn wimpy cell in your body. No, woman. Not a no, single one. Just very empathetic. I went and got in the tub while my hubby talked to Kim again. She decided she would take a shower and head for the birth center. Less than 30 minutes later, I threw up. My husband called Good Kim again. Good sign that things are mm-hmm. happening. We love it. She called the nurse on call, shout out to Whitney, (laughs) and told us under no circumstances to leave the house, that she was coming to us. She hung up to call Whitney and called. Because you know she would have drove her happy ass right to the center. Oh, yeah, that would have been a car baby on the side of the road. On the side of the road. Um, She hung up to call Whitney and called my husband back, only to have him tell her that I wanted to push this baby out. (laughs) I think I don't think it sounded that sweet and cute when she said it. She's like, no. I'm pushing this baby out. <laughs> oh, gosh. no, I don't actually. She's pretty badass. She probably did get really like guttural and like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I always get so stressed when I get phone calls like that. It's like you want to just be able to drive 500 miles per hour and you just can't I, look at her next line, though. It says, I think maybe to say Kim was speeding that night might be a bit of an understatement. Yes, it's so hard. I was driving so fast, so, so fast. And then I was trying to like, let me hang up real quick. I got to call the nurse. I'll call you right back. Oh. And I was like calling and, and driving like, no. and calling. <laughs> it was awful, but also super exciting. She told my husband to put her on speakerphone and suggested I get in bed and put my butt in the air like you just don't care. That's not not what what she said. That's not what I said. Till she got there. (laughs) I'm sure my face was priceless. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. Nah. You out your mind. This baby is coming out right now. I think of her. Have you seen that Keenan Peel episode when they're like, bitch? (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, you know, a slap is coming your way. Um, 
Sorry, I got distracted about that visual. Okay. I just looked at hubby and said, yeah, there's no way I'm doing that. I think she put like four exclamation points. (laughs) (laughs) And and probably in a bit of a feisty voice too. I love how we're like commentating literally the next thing she says. (laughs) All right. I think I pushed three or four times. Talk about relief. Our baby girl, our baby girl. Entered the world screaming and screaming and screaming, which also makes sense with her little crazy personality. But it's also so nice when you have a birth where no one made it that your baby is screaming. Yeah, Yeah, because I was on the other line. So when I hear someone pushing and then I hear nothing, it's like my whole heart just stops. What is happening? You guys, we're literally doing it again. Her next line is, (laughs) at least there was no question whether she was breathing or not. true story well i felt good about that great minds great minds think alike such a tiny beautiful redhead and she still is oh she's so precious so beautiful looks just like her brother Mm -hmm. but pretty like a pretty Mm -hmm. version of her brother Mm -hmm. (laughs) our six pound little miracle i thought that said mermaid for a second i was gonna have to ask her about that but it says miracle mermaids i don't know well she's like a little magical mermaid it's a thing and her daddy is quite proud. We dubbed him mid-husband immediately. He's definitely earned that title. Kim arrived 10 minutes later. That's anticlimactic. <laughs> I, I mean, I got there, okay? I pulled I mean, up. For me, it's never anticlimactic when Kim arrives. That's when the climax happens. <laughs> when, Kim co- when Kim comes, it's very climactic. Wait, you guys are doing it again. It says, the calmest Kim I had ever encountered. Kim's birth personality I'd been told about. I do have a calm birth personality. You do. We just like to make big entrances sometimes. It lasted long enough for her to check that everyone was okay. And then you had your baby without me? And Kim was back. Although calm Kim returned off and on. Have I mentioned I love this woman? Aw, I love you. It's a lot of love there. So much love. You made her cry. That's a lot of love for Kim. That's why I'm not reading this story. I can't. Yeah. I'm getting a little misty-eyed. I'm not. No, that's fine. (laughs) No soul at all. No. Although I, you're right, I don't. (laughs) All right. Well, while she was trying to get, thank you guys. Go. While she was trying to get things we needed together since this was an unplanned home birth, I told her I was getting uncomfortable and wanted to deliver the placenta. But she missed that part too. I freaking missed it. Because she had to go find a bowl. Poor dear. I thought she was going to say because she had to go poor. take a poo. <laughs> I saw that poor and I thought I said poo. We would have gotten a text to be like, a bridesmaids in it up in here. The placenta just came we out We do. On I don't think you poop on a birth where you don't tell us. <laughs> poor, that poor woman. Listen. She's had to do everything on her own. She's uh, just like just squatting on the floor looking at me holding the baby in one with hand with the placenta dangling in her other hand and she's like what's up you missed it it's already out you can't even make it what you missed the birth You're of pointless. my baby why are the, you even here why are you even a midwife you go home even, so i can go to bed just leave just I like, leave now i like how in the story she felt sorry for you though like that poor, poor dear, dear. dear. You are a poor dear. I did need a drink after all of this. It yeah. was a lot. It does sound. It sounds like you did nothing. It doesn't sound I literally like a lot. Did nothing, but she needed that. She did need that. Back earlier, we had called my mom and told her things were starting and that we would call them when we left for the birth center so they could bring the children home for the night. So it's a run-on sentence, and I'm really good at those too. So I get that life, and hopefully to the birth center later. We called them at 8.30 and told them they could head home, but we didn't tell them the baby was here. Oh, so, I forgot that so part. It was so cute. This is our children's favorite part of the story. 
who they she also has like the sweetest kids on the face of the planet oh my god i love they are we amazing. walk in the door and they're like do you want coffee and yes. a pastry and i'm like yeah i do <laughs> two you little each, little angels um, they drove in and saw the midwife's car, and that's when they knew they didn't have to wait anymore. Oh, Stop. I can't even take it. Yeah. Oh, God. This part's going to make me cry. Pass it to Jess. <laughs> this little. Because yeah. she's brought me so much joy, too, just like knowing her little spirit for this long and all their kids, really. But this little girl has brought so much joy to our lives. We got to watch our children enjoy a little person, something we had both given up hope to ever see. Our youngest was 10 years old. We named her Autumn Rose, our beautiful rose born in the autumn of the year and in the autumn of our childbearing years. Oh, my God. Stop. Just stop mm-hmm. it. And, and now they're expecting another one any day. Any second. Oh, I want, like, all AMA moms to hear that. Can we, like, put that on a GIF and tell people that they're having little Autumn Roses in the autumn of their I childbearing know. years? <laughs> You are an inspiration. Stop. I can't even handle it. No, I'm going to turn you into a gif. A gif. <laughs> it's not a gif. It's a gif. It's a gif. Yeah. You're a gif. You're a gif. <laughs> we, aren't, we, we aren't young parents anymore, for sure. That don't mean nothing. For anyone who has experienced infertility and or miscarriage, I see you! Exclamation point. You can have children and still grieve dreadfully over a child who is wanted is so wanted. I think the best thing those 10 years did for me is that I no longer shy away from people's tears or pain, which is true. She takes on everybody's pain. Everybody's pain. The years before we were able to have our first child probably helped with that too. Sending out hugs to all hurting mamas or those who wish they could be mamas. Your grief and pain are valid. It matters. Autumn is now two and miracle of miracles. We have another little one due in a week. Technically now. Yeah. Yep. Almost as surprising as Autumn after all these years. Hopefully Kim actually makes it this time. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think she's going to make it either. Yes, I will. Also, I just want to like, really acknowledge and honor this paragraph second from the end where she's just like able to take her hurt and pain and turn it into support of other people. Because yes, I feel like we're so lucky to witness that in women and other humans but especially women and i just think that speaks to so much power that you hold and like it's so amazing that you can offer up that support to women when you've been through so much so i know i agree Thanks for being you because i feel like a lot in our culture it started to be that if you've been through hurt and pain you like tuck it away or you actually want other people to go through hurt and pain so that they can feel what you're feeling or like as some kind of outlet for your trauma and so being able to take your hurt and pain and have it be something where it's like let me help other people with my hurt and pain it's such a beautiful thing i have to i just want to add like this family is so magical when when you when you dream about being a midwife before you're a midwife right this is the family you dream about like i pull up the little ones are like waving out the window or autumn is waving out the window yeah. or nor- normally she's like on the porch jumping onto the top railing of it and like being crazy, like not being able to be contained in the Climbing house. Climbing up to the chimney and launching yeah. off. Yeah. But then you like go in and they- all of the kids just sit for the whole prenatal. The whole prenatal. They're for- completely engaged. I'd say an hour, but it's like two. <laughs> it's like two hours. <laughs> and we just sit there and they all like giggle and talk and they, and-, and they love the whole thing. It's like, 
it's everything you ever dream of when you think yeah. about becoming a midwife. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know families like this existed before. No, and they're so, so it's been so beautiful to witness. And one of my favorite parts about her visits is when she, when I ask her a question about her pregnancy and she doesn't really know the answer. So she like looks to her kids to answer for I her. Oh, they're like, and they're an, so uh, present and so aware. And they're like, Oh yeah, well like this and this and this and this. I'm like, stop it. Usually if my daughter is screaming, the kids are like, shut up. We hate you. But like <laughs> if autumn starts crying, they'll all get up mm-hmm. and be like, what do you want? Love? Do you want a little cookie? Yeah. Do you want this? And I'm like, Oh my God, they love each other. Well, this sweet Aww. mom like laughs at herself. Cause she's like, yeah, yeah, I hear her crying in the middle of the night and I like, have to get up to get her, but like I can't move. So like I'm just like sitting in bed, like trying to get out of bed to get to my child. And turtle, then so her, her daughter gets up and gets her. I can't. I can't. I'm like, stop it. I'm not going to get my hopes up for that life ever because that's no. so uncommon. No, it's not. But common. I'm like so happy that that exists. We always, we talk and we talk. And then one day I was getting ready to leave from one of their visits. And I always go around dinner time for some reason. And I always tell my husband like, okay, I'll, it's an hour. I'll be, I'll be done. And he's like, wait, you're false promise. Steven city. Yeah. Right. So then like, I'm getting ready to leave. She's like, okay, everyone, she's leaving. And they went, ran into the kitchen and the kids made me a lasagna Aww. to take home as a gift for Chuck because they keep, Stop. they keep taking me for dinner time. And I'm like, Oh my God. I didn't even know what to say. Like, what do you say to that? You're like, I'm actually going to eat this in the car. Yeah, I'm just gonna is this going to make it home? But things. No, it was raw. So it was. It I'm was, still going to eat that in the listen, car. Listen, it wasn't cooked because the idea was <laughs> the next time. <laughs> I would get like halfway through and be like, oh, wait, was that frozen? Was that frozen? <laughs> the idea was Whoops. he could cook it the next time I was supposed to be home. Oh but at gosh. her visit. No, no, that's for you. You eat all of that. Anyway, I love them so They're much. They're so sweet. I'm so excited. So next week, hopefully, I'm hoping that we'll be able to follow up and, and be share like, her. Birth I made it, and mm-hmm. I and the placenta. I made it for that too. Yes, <laughs> and to give hope for all you moms out there who are suffering from pregnancy loss, um, losing and we have any a- kind of babies like that you know there can be a a and there's people out there for you light at the end of the tunnel or people even if there's not people that understand what you're going through but if you're hoping for a beautiful perfect family just stop because they're literally they're just gonna bang on the door while you're trying to finish recording yeah there's no family like this out there i'm convinced they have like a script and they're like she's here everyone places yeah (laughs) go go get her coffee get her creamer go 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 god wouldn't that be awesome if we could do that with our yeah it's called robots and we're working on it also since we're gushing about people we love we do have another shout out for our patreons Gina. Gina. I love you so much. I got together. So Gina used to do birth work with me. She attended my birth with Ren. I attended one of her births and she was actually... Um, a student midwife for a while, but now she's an amazing banjo player. Oh my player. gosh, she's like famous. Yeah, she like travels all over the place playing banjo. Um, and she actually was one of our sponsors. Yes, she, she has was. her own Patreon. You should check it out. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head though. But her name is Gina Furtado, and she's yeah. freaking amazing. Yeah, she's an amazing artist. So, and we had the best time hanging out together last week. So thank you, Gina. You really helped me. Thank you. you. Fed part of. You fed her soul. soul that doesn't yes. exist. And also that dog she was watching hump my leg for like a solid Oh, that was her minutes. dog. <laughs> that video brought me life. <laughs> you were just taking it. Yeah, you were. You did look very uncomfortable, so, though. But it was so funny because like the dog started humping me. And then like she was like, I 
been watching this dog forever and I've never seen this dog do that. And I kept pushing the dog <laughs> off me and the dog kept doing it. And the dog was so aggressive about Wait, did it. Did you feel really validated? Like, this is my life. Like he was like, actually like he this started, nothing he new, started so. grabbing my arm with his paws, like super tight and just being like, he was like very, no he was very muscular. So by the time I actually videotaped it, the dog had been humping me on and off for like 20 minutes. So we saw him like slowing down a little bit. I don't know. I, I I bet like I didn't leave because the dog was humping me. But you kind of did. So Gina, I just want you to know I didn't leave because the dog was humping me. <laughs> I She's actually, so used to that that it didn't actually even phase her. But at I eventually all. did just leave, and that's when the dog stopped humping me when I walked out the door. So <laughs> it was, I mean, how could it I'm keep humping you? Post that video. If you leave, yeah, you do. Media. You need, you need you to post to that. that it's so good. Your face is just like I get this every day. This is normal. <laughs> so this right. is. Unwanted humping. So this is ridiculous. my life. <laughs> Too much. All right. It's time to end out our episode. What do we I have to say? I like, unwantedly all the time. My you mind. never, ever do. Yeah, that's true. I'm Not lying. literally, just figuratively. In my brain, I'm you humping you. You help me with your brain. <laughs> I don't know what that to goes say. against all of our friendship rules, guys. So, I don't um, know what this episode was about. It's about whatever. It was about all of our butter births. So, like for so, yeah. I do have to say for all these births we've shared, they've all been people who have multiple babies or at least one other baby prior. But for all you people out there who have had those long, difficult births, like look at the hope in the future that you may look one day show up at a birth center and push your baby out before you can even get to the room. Yeah. And if you're That's done having true. babies and you never had a better birth, I'm really sorry that your babies had very different stories for you. <laughs> but let's celebrate everybody's That's birth experience. Okay. Celebrate the strength you had in getting through. Yes. And so the only other thing that we have to say is... Cheers. Cheers! Oh, it's plastic. That's- All right, you out there, let's have a baby. <laughs> yeah. Get her done. Get it done.